Good evening, everyone. Welcome to your D1T and 5 for the evening of Monday, March 15th, 2021. I'm Connor Newcomb, and let's get right into the biggest stories. William & Mary has formed a 13-member search committee to select its next AD. The committee will be co-chaired by interim AD Jeremy Martin and VP for University Advancement Matthew Lambert. Once a new AD is in place, Martin will transition back to his role as President Catherine Rowe's Chief of Staff. Collegiate Sports Associates will assist on the search. President Rowe on Martin said, quote, I am very grateful for his willingness to serve at a critical time and for his strong leadership. He believes and I agree that sufficient progress has been made to launch a search so that he can return to his Chief of Staff position. Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren is restructuring his executive staff, which includes bringing legal and HR departments in-house. Notably, Ohio State Senior Deputy AD Diana Sabau will take over in the newly created Chief Sports Officer role and serve as Deputy Commissioner. And Ole Miss Chief Legal Officer Erica McKinley will leave Oxford to serve in the same capacity for the Big Ten. Warren has also brought in Deloitte Executive Omar Brown as VP of People and Culture, and earlier this year elevated Chief of Staff for Strategy and Operations Adam Newman to Deputy General Counsel. Warren said, quote, if you look at where college athletics are going, not just over the last 36 months, but for the next five to 10 years, I want to make sure we have individuals inside our organization from a cross section of college sports to business to law who can come in and make sure we truly understand this point of inflection that we're in. ACC Commissioner Jim Phillips discusses a number of issues with the athletic, including his thoughts on NIL legislation. Phillips contends there are four areas that need to be addressed to keep it manageable a national standard, a narrow safe harbor, open-mindedness, and fairness and equity. He also notes it's important to move quickly with the first state laws taking effect this summer, saying, quote, and listen, shame on us because we've waited this long, and so I'm responsible as well. My fingerprints are on not doing enough, and so the time is now. We understand it's now, and I really am optimistic that we are going to get there in a sensible, reasonable way, as I just described. Asked about potential competing interests for the league's identity as it relates to success in football and basketball, Phillips asserts they shouldn't be and don't have to be at odds with one another. Quote, you don't have to marginalize or de-emphasize one area in order to try to provide additional resources and make it more of an emphasis of another program. You can have the best of both worlds. Regarding Notre Dame's potential addition to the league, Phillips points out that 2020, quote, showed a lot and adds, quote, it's clear that if they decide to join a conference in the future, it's going to be the ACC. But everybody understands it, and certainly everybody's talked about it. And I really think everybody was incredibly pleased how the 2020 season played itself out and just kind of see where it goes in the future. The ACC is also eliminating its intra-conference transfer rule. Phillips said, quote, the time has come for all student athletes to have the opportunity to transfer and be permitted to compete immediately. This decision is in the best interest of our student athletes as it allows greater flexibility during their collegiate career. There have been no confirmed positive COVID-19 tests so far out of 2,100 samples collected upon arrival, per NCAA Senior Vice President of Basketball Dan Gavitt, who adds that local health officials are managing the COVID situations for teams before they arrive, which is why Kansas has clearance to travel to the site before Virginia. USA Today's Dan Walken writes, quote, paraphrasing Gavitt on the Virginia situation, the NCAA was willing to work with individual teams who couldn't arrive today due to quarantining locally, still need seven days of tests, time to test twice upon intake. If this had happened one day later, UVA likely would have been out. The NCAA Football Oversight Committee is expected to recommend a transition from the recruiting dead period to a quiet period beginning June 1st, according to CBS's Dennis Dodd. 
Buffalo AD Mark Allnutt, who serves on the committee, says it wants the D1 Council, which meets Wednesday, to quote, make that decision sooner rather than later, so institutions will know what to plan for. One D1 Council member tells Dodd it quote, seems pretty likely we will end the dead period in June if virus cases continue to decline. LSU AD Scott Woodward does not expect there to be additional punishments related to Hush Blackwell's investigation into the university's handling of sexual misconduct cases. Woodward also says he, quote, totally agrees with the decisions to suspend Executive Deputy AD Verge Osbury and Senior Associate AD Miriam Sager, but adds, quote, I believe that both Verge and Miriam have learned from this and they will be better. They have done so much good in their careers at LSU, both as student athletes and as employees, that I think we will get it right going forward. The Oregon State Board of Trustees on Wednesday will meet with President F. King Alexander in a public session to, quote, review and discuss the findings and recommendations from the Hush Blackwell report as its regard to his leadership at LSU. That's your D1T and 5 for the evening of Monday, March 15th. I'm Connor Newcomb, reminding you to join us back here tomorrow morning.